Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the country in a suite by Radisson here in beautiful but yet rainy Stone Mountain, Georgia today, but we'll take it. But enough about that, man. I'm super excited. I have a great guest, friend and colleague of mine. You might know him. If you don't, you need to. Orson Charles is in the house. Orson, my friend, how you doing, buddy? I'm willing yourself. Thanks I'm for doing having me. Absolutely great. And as a reminder, you know, Orson can, uh, along with the rest of uh, America, was finally glad to see he played uh, tight end, I think, at UGA uh, before playing in the NFL for, and you can correct me on that thing, but uh, it, was, it was nice to see the dogs finally get to Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's about time. It I mean, I didn't play coming. there. I didn't even go there, but I was glad to see it. <laughs> so we had the Falcons and the Braves in, in, in one year, but it was uh, that was nice to, that was very nice to watch. And so tell us a little bit, let's just start with the basics, uh, Orson. I know we were talking before we went on air, but you're originally from Florida, correct? Yes. So a little bit about maybe your, your, your family, your background, and, uh, and that'll lead us to some of the things you're doing today, but uh, where you grew up and went to high school, whatever, and how all that played in, do you get into Georgia and so forth? So I went to Riverview. I started off at Riverview High okay, School. Yeah, a, lot okay. of don't, a lot of people don't know that. Played there for three years and then transferred to Plant High School because I realized, hey, I want to go to college. I don't want my mom to pay for college because she was a single mom raising two boys. So ended up making that transfer and then played. We ended up winning everything, and then I got – I was able to get a full ride scholarship to Georgia. Oh yeah, okay. So when I was telling you for air, that's right. So when I said Riverview, I told my wife said, "Now, granted, she was she was years past that, but I said uh, he played there and then transferred." Okay, mm-hmm. I remember the story, <laughs> and then that's where Aaron Murray was the quarterback, yes. and then y'all both went to Georgia. Okay, yes, but you get my time there. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you ended up after that uh, going into the NFL. Yes, and uh, just for experience, because everybody. My kids, my my youngest one's the last one left. The other one's in college. Plays real high level competitive soccer, hmm. but everybody thinks their kid's going to be the next. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about. So how how difficult? I mean, you saw some pretty darn good players in your day in college. Yeah. How difficult is that next jump? I think every year or every transition is difficult. So from high school to college is hard. From college to the NFL is hard. But then once you make that transition. <laughs> Everything matters. Your step, your studying, what do you put in your body, what are you doing the night before the game, your preparation, how you prepare your body. So every little thing matters. In college, everybody's great. Everybody can just fly around. But once you get to that next level, whole different it's, it's a whole different ballgame. So so a lot – and I, we're going to tie this into your, your current endeavors, but I want to you know be clear. So it's the little things. I mean, where a guy like Tom Brady there, I guess it's the craziest exception of being almost 45 <laughs> or whatever he is still playing, but, but he's, uh, you know, we're right, meticulous about what he puts in his body. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, 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 you know, his, his, his training regimen or whatever. But I guess what you're saying is the people who, um, are going to last a while. They're, they're making, I mean, they're not screwing around. No, they're going to take it seriously. I Miss mean, a job. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, we watch it as fans and say, hey, man, it's, you know, so-and-so the Bengals are playing, whatever, but this, this is, a, this is the real deal. Yeah. And our, our mutual friend, Rennie, you know, he, he, he 
was a Canadian league and mm-hmm. he was back to NFL. And he was telling me, he's like, man, it's cutthroat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I don't, I don't have that, but you had to live that of going, yeah. you know, am I going to be bumped by the next younger guy coming mm-hmm. in? Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. So I played seven years and I probably played on five or six teams and every team I had to learn a new playbook. So I was competing with learning the playbook, but competing with younger guys. So it didn't matter if I was better than them. They just know that, hey, this guy's getting older. We have to pay him <laughs> a certain amount of money. So not only are you trying to prepare for who you're playing, what you're putting in your body, I mean, that politics is real. Like, you can't, you're not going to beat that. Well, and I have seen it in business in my career. You know, if somebody was somebody's offensive coordinator, now they're the head coach, and you're going over there, they, the person, regardless, if they play your position, they got an advantage. Exactly. They know probably a lot of the plays, mm-hmm. and they got a relationship, mm-hmm. which ties, we're going to talk about business, but mm-hmm. right, that's real. Yes. Uh, and so, no matter how good you are, you're coming in trying to cram a playbook down and build relationships. And I think I, I do want to say, so we have a lot of athletes, you know, prof- you know, ex-athletes have been on the show. Um, you know, when a person picks up and is moves to a whole new team, it's not just X's and O's, it's their life. I don't think people think about that, right? Because <laughs> you were on, you know, give me an example, a couple of teams. When you move, you said Denver or, or Cincinnati, I can't remember the teams you played, mm-hmm. but, but when you made a move to that whole new city, your whole life is different. Yes, right? it's definitely different. And luckily, I was just by myself. I don't have any kids. I don't. I don't have any wives. So it was just me. And I can only imagine if I did have kids, if I had to Pick tell my up. wife, yeah, if I had to tell my wife she got to get a new job. So not along. I mean, along with getting cut, I'm changing my family's life. So it's 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 troublesome. And and I just think that's important. I just want to hit that in the beginning as people connect dots because it's easy to say, you know, right now it's been baseball. Yeah. You know, trade so and so, but they don't think at all about mm-hmm. we just need a first base, we need a second base, but we need an outfield, we need a linebacker. But they don't think at all about that person may have a family. Even if they're single, it doesn't matter. You're still going to a new place, starting over, and trying to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, you now are the owner, CEO, in it's Orson Charles Enterprises, correct? Yes. So when did you know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and start your own thing? Do you have that? Did you think about it? So if I'm being honest, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur when I kept trying to apply for project management jobs <laughs> for construction companies. I kept getting no. So <laughs> I think I applied for like 20 jobs. I knew I had the skill set. I went to Georgia for it. And I'm a hard worker. You, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. show me how to do it. I'll pick it up. You put that week. in, yeah. And they just kept saying no, no, no. And then I was going through the Georgia way and it was dad's the fullback. And he told me, well, you have some money saved up. Why don't you open your own company? I was like, oh, snap. Why don't I? <laughs> yeah, right. So when I did, when I decided to do that, I, I got a property in Tampa. I got a pro- like a few properties in Georgia. And then I was just flowing from there. Now, I, I, I'm definitely not going to take all the credit because my mentor helped me tremendously. Absolutely. God was definitely on my side. Yeah. So I can't take none of the credit. But yeah, that's how I decided to be an entrepreneur. Well, you know, it's funny. The stories of entrepreneurs are interesting because when you keep getting told no, you know, and you have that faith component to you, you're going, I'm qualified. Mm-hmm. I'm a hard worker. I'm a quick learner. Why why, why am I getting told somebody mm-hmm. no? And maybe the no was because you needed to do this. Exactly. And I know you're doing a lot of things with it. So we'll, we'll give them contact information uh, a little bit later. But all right, so you've got you can you can probably explain it better than me, but I know you've got a, a nonprofit, which I guess would tie back to when you were growing up of one of your passions, why you've started that a logistics company and a construction company. So tell us a little bit about what you've created. Are you and your team, or who, you know? So I'll with? start with my nonprofit because I'm so passionate about yeah, that. My nonprofit, yeah. my nonprofit is mainly trying to educate the youth. 
educate the single mother, educate the man to get them back to where they are. Because I feel like if the youth is the future, we have to educate them. So my main thing is, hey, I'll show you how to make, you know, whatever you want. Six figures without selling drugs, without thinking that you have to be an athlete without looking over your shoulder. But you're going to have to work. I'll pair you up with trade. If you want to do financial literacy, I'll bring people in, mm. teach you. The mother, the, mo the single mother component was very dear to me because I've heard times my mom cried. And we we didn't have the best, but my mom made sure I needed everything. I Like, I, I got everything I needed. And she graduated from high school the same time I graduated from college. Oh, so wow. it, was one of, it was one of those things where I know if the single mom, and it's a lot, and it's growing rapidly. If I know that, let me help them. Mm. So nine times out of ten, they probably didn't finish school. Let's get back to school. They probably don't know financial literacy. Let me teach them financial literacy. Mm -hmm. So let me give them that support that the brother in the church gave me. Mm -hmm. And then the men, we just got to tighten up. Mm -hmm. um, all these excuses that we're making... We just got to do better. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to quit on them. Mm -hmm. uh, so just because I didn't grow up with a father doesn't mean that, oh, I'm not going to be something. No. So I want to teach the man, hey, come on, come back. Like, your family needs you. Like, come back. The world needs you. Like, Absolutely. don't fall into what was me? the world. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. Be different because we was all created to, to be different. Yeah. Man, I love that. That's why I love this show is and having guests on like yours. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I've been blessed with three daughters. And um, growing up, yeah, growing up, man, I was a guy's guy. I played sports, was in fraternity. I, I didn't understand women that well. I mean, you know, I was always like, man, I, I, why, why do I always say the wrong thing? <laughs> If I knew now what I did then, oh. no, man. <laughs> but, that's all of us. That's, that's, all, all, of that's us. all of us. But, you know, it's funny. Is is my my oldest, who just finished college at Georgia Tech. Uh, Ooh, sorry. Congrats. No no offense. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she did it. But, uh, and then the middle one's at Kennesaw State is 19, and the youngest one is a uh, freshman in high school. And, man, the little deposits of where a lot of my friends were out, you know, golfing or doing whatever they were doing, but I was at the games. I was there always coaching them up, not about the sports, but loving on them, teaching them, correcting them, praising them, and helping build them up. Because I didn't um, – you know what? And people – this is my point. People would say, well, you know, we don't know all the things. You know, I'm like, dude, I didn't have a playbook. I had to be – you know, they say girl <laughs> mm -hmm. dad. I, had, I knew nothing, mm -hmm. but I was willing to – to learn mm -hmm. and try and figure out that's um, half the battle. Right. And so to your point, I mean, sitting on the sidelines, I hear people all the time like, well, I don't have a relationship with my kids. You do. Or I'm like, but, but it was, it's like two a days, but I put in the time mm -hmm. and man, they, they were, they're always mad at me, but I try mm -hmm. and, and I try to be a better man mm -hmm. or my wife, you know, we've been married over 20, we celebrated our 25th wedding oh, anniversary. Congratulations. And thank you. And we went out to, we were out uh, in Vegas during the Pro Bowl weekend. Mm -hmm. So, which they were playing basically two hand touch is what they were doing. <laughs> I've never actually seen that ridiculous of a Pro Bowl in my life, but nonetheless, uh, people say, you know, well, we don't have that. And I'm not, I'm not saying we have all the answers, but really it was putting in the time mm -hmm. and trying to grow. And if we were fighting about something, uh, you know, working on it and trying to improve. And that's what you're saying. Cause I know a lot of people have checked out and said, yeah, well, I didn't have that. Well, I didn't have somebody mm -hmm. teach me that, nor did you, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't, you know, um, uh, make a difference in those lives. Mm -hmm. And we need more people doing that. Mm -hmm. And, Dude. and, you know, and that iron sharpens iron. So you're actually bringing, if his, if his young men, and you'll actually bring them in and like them, let them be mentored and get their hands. Exactly. Dirty. So that's the Orson Charles Family Foundation. So I have the OC Roadmaster Logistics, and then I just got another one. I didn't get a chance to put on no, seven you logistics. Oh, yeah, all kinds those, of things. Those are. I want to open up a, a a trucking company to teach the young ones how to drive. 
Ah, good. And then I want to tie that into helping the return citizen. So you know how you come out of jail and it, yeah. you, you don't know anything. Yeah. It's a new world. So what you going to do? You're going to do what got you back in. For, and then you end up back. Exactly. Right. So let me teach you a, a program. Seven weeks. If you're serious, take the program for seven weeks. You graduate, come work for the truck. Now you have 12 months. I'm only giving you 12 months before you open up your own business. And what is that teaching? That young boy, oh, my father was locked up. He got out. He's making it something up. Making something of himself, and he's a CEO. So that young boy is gonna be like, "Hey, I want to be like my dad." Man, <laughs> love that. Well, but it's true if you think about it: education, incarceration, all the things that go on. If there's not a pattern to change the pattern, mm-hmm. it'd be like not knowing how to block and keep trying to do it the same way. Going, well, what do you think the result's gonna be? <laughs> Sanity. So right, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Doing the same thing over, you're gonna end up right back where you started. And uh, a lady who's running for, I think, a state. A judge in Georgia, uh, she was on the TV show thing I did, and she was talking about one of her passions, and I might connect you with her. One of her Thank passions you. is trying to find ways to keep people out of jail that don't need to go there or giving them the tools to not go back, mm-hmm. you know, if they if they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need. I mean, I love that. So you're you, if I follow you, if they come work with you for a year, then they would then be able to have how how does that work? So how does that how do you think that'll work? So I I like it. I think it'll work great because I seen an interview on TV at the barbershop with Slutty Vegan. Mm-hmm. And a young guy did an interview and he was in that same program. And the owner, I forgot her name, she took him in and in the interview he was like, if it wasn't for her taking a chance on me, I would have been back in jail and repeated that same cycle. Oh, wow. He said, Now I have a car, I'm not looking over my shoulder, I have a house, I feel happy Proud. about life. Exactly. Yeah. So how many of those kids need that same push? Because everybody then gave up on him. Kid, man, woman, anybody. Well, and, and and then you know you know what happens. Um, I, I've seen I've seen two two. Uh, one was a, a close friend of ours try to take their own life. Mental mm-hmm. mental illness, uh, especially coming through this twenty four months of a pandemic, plus all of our word world being kind of like this, and whatever somebody's faith component is. You know, people need to know that there are people in their corner. Mm-hmm. You know, we all need because if we all we hear is what we do wrong, yeah, and you're never going to make it. And you know, you, you know, your grandfather didn't make it, your father didn't make it. Well, then, you know, if you don't have me to tell you differently, your tendency is like, what difference does it make? Yeah, I'm going to go right. do drugs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go take chances, and who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, and I'm not going to go get a job. That's that's too much work. But I think every human being, if you give them an opportunity. And they can see and feel proud of what they do. And I love that because yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I see that if you give them that chance and say, look, if you do these things, you can get here. Mm-hmm. And um, that's changing lives and generations, man. And that's what we're called to do. Yeah, it that's is. What, that's what our father put us on this earth to do. He did. And I mean, I'm just so proud of you doing it. I hear so many people talking about what they're going to do for years. Uh, you know, Rennie's Game Changers thing. <laughs> He's jumping them, but he but he'd been talking I'm about so it for proud, years. I'm so proud of him. So uh, I'm so proud of him. And 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 you know that's how you and I got to meet you know a couple of months ago. But he um he was telling me about this, and and I, I told him you know first thing when when he's just you know really rolling with it now, and I said, man, you name it, you know, it, and in the area where he's going, I was like, we'll, put, we'll 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 let people know how to make donations, how to do it. He said, just just give me a little bit, and then I'm gonna take you up on that. But I just think it's backwards and it's paying it forward. And not looking for what you're going to get back, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, all right. So you've got all right. So you said you had one. You said you, Orson Charles Enterprises is umbrella. 
tribe of Reuben is the that's construction. A, that's construction. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So let's talk about that. We were talking before air about your Florida project. Mm-hmm. Now, it was one of your first big ones, right? So my first big one was here in Atlanta. Okay. But Atlanta. I acquired a property down there in Tampa. And tribe of Reuben, Reuben is in the Bible. Reuben is my middle name. And oh, okay. when I first kind of got out of the lead, I asked my mom, hey, what do you think I should name a business? Because I know I want to get in, into construction. And how I got into, into construction, my uncle owned his I think it was a masonry, masonry company, and I worked with him. So like I said, my mom would give me everything I need, but if I wanted something like shoes or anything, I got to go work for sure. it. So I was working for my uncle since I was 12, and he would give me $10 an hour. <laughs> and we would be there from like 7 to 9, and, I mean, 7 to 5, and that was a, you know, that was a lot of money for a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the, the thing is, and we talked about this earlier, I love the process. Mm-hmm. We go there, and it's nothing but dirt. By the time we leave, it's a full house. You created I lo- Exactly. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So I knew w- when football got done, that's what I wanted to get into. So I went to school for it, and then when, it got, when ball got done, that's what I went in. So your uh, degree in school, what was it What was it in? Construction. Oh, it was in construction. Yes, okay. Sir. So did they – I mean, I'm not familiar with the uh, – pro- I know what the program is at, at Georgia, but um, – so did they actually, did you get hands-on? So it wasn't hands-on on how I like it. Because I'm a hands-on person right. with ball. I'm a hands-on person. So the program really teached us about how to manage contracts, you know, owning a subdivision, owning an apartment complex. Like financial. Managing, yes, managing, yeah. like managing a subdivision or a complex. It wasn't, hey, how do you tell a sub to do this? How do you get a house? How many woods you need? How do you read a floor plan? I'm with you. Yeah. So you you got the bigger picture of once, uh, but that knowledge was probably very helpful oh, with yeah. uh, capital and stuff because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of businesses start and uh, within two months they're telling me, we don't have enough money. And I'm going, yeah. you didn't think through the cost? <laughs> I, mean, that's, I, mean, I mean, I don't care what you're doing. You know, you've got to figure have a rainy day fund, you know, yes. and all those things you think through, no matter how, whatever your product is, mm. you know, it's a marketing show, you know, mm. people are going, I got the greatest idea. Okay. But if it doesn't take off right away, how's that going to play out? Yeah. So going back to your Florida one, you were talking about your, your mentor and, and you found a, pro, uh, a, a project. So it was, was right near COVID. I think you said, and then uh lack of workers. So you, you got your hands up pretty dirty, I guess. So this one was in Atlanta, a contemporary house, 4,500 square feet. My mentor actually brought it to me and he was like, Hey, I think, I believe this is going to be a great project for you, but I'll let you know it's going to be work. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a worker. So right, I'm sure. like, okay, I'll take on a challenge. As long as I have my mentor kind of guide me along the way, you know, I'm, I'm good. And it was every <laughs> bit of it. Uh, that's when COVID hit, so nobody wanted to do work. It was next to a creek, so I had to do. I had to go with the arborist because I had to stay 25 feet from the creek. It was a lot, but I learned so much. Like I would never that's take like that getting house. an M- MBA on the job, exactly right? on the first project. And then, so I went. I went through all that, and it took me six months to actually start building. So within that six months, I acquired another project like 15 minutes down the street. I got it sold, and by the time I got that sold, I was able to go back to Niski Lake. And finish up that project. Well, congratulations. Thank you, sir. I mean, you know, it's the old thing. Anything worth having is worth that sweat, sweat <laughs> equity. You know, and, and we were saying for one on air. I mean, I get asked this, and I might, I might have even said it on air. It's just no shortcuts in life. At all. You know, anything worth building means you've got to put the time in. Mm-hmm. And that starts with football or any sport or anything you do. And that's the question I get most commonly asked. Well, how can we get in? 
well, you did a lot of stuff that you probably had no idea what you were doing. Mm-hmm. except working really hard, mm-hmm. but you learned a lot of stuff. Exactly. And That's even, what life is about. No matter how much money you made in that project, the, what you learned, <laughs> right, is, is a lifelong learning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, in terms of um, – what was the other one? The newest one you said uh, is that the one you mentioned? The tr- was there another one that's trucking that's not on here? The yeah, seven logistics. Okay, so I want to do that. I want to start that for the little kids. Like that's coming out because I'm walking around and I'm noticing a lot of kids are just dropping out of high school, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? So now I understand that. School is not for everybody, but you got to do something. Yes. Like you're not going to just roam around and think <laughs> right. that you got to be successful not doing anything. So I created seven logistics, and that would be more like mainly hot shots. So mm-hmm. let me put you in the truck. Let me show you how to drive a truck. Just do local routes. Okay. Get you in the business. Do local routes, and then migrate to OC Road Massey Logistics where you're doing long haul. I tell you what, you know, I was telling someone this the other day. Um, getting a college degree is not for everyone, but to your point. You know, what is the plan for a person that age? You know, some people say, you know, I tell them, like, then go to tech school, become a plumber, Mm -hmm. become an electrician, become a truck driver. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Make a good living. Mm -hmm. But figure out what you're going to do. Exactly. Because ultimately, you got to support yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, unless you're just planning to live at the quick trip, Mm -hmm. eating hot dogs, right? You know, but um, I really like that you're creating those opportunities because, you know, I mean, School when I was younger, it's crazy to believe I'm I'm going to complete a doctoral program because I'm I'm um, I never really even liked school that much, <laughs> so I wasn't even bored with how I got there. But the biggest reason was I wanted to go back and take my real world experience and academics for that kid going and go. Here's what this means to you. Mm-hmm. Here, forget all the textbook stuff. Here's how this is going to apply to your job tomorrow driving a truck. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Because." What you're learning right now is the foundation. And then they're like, oh, that's what makes me tick. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I'm making a dollar an hour or a million dollars an hour. I get passion from that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Because nobody told them. Nobody, nobody told them. Yeah. And they get a book and they're like, okay, yeah, I don't know what this mm-hmm. means. And this is boring. And whatever. No, you got to read that book with them. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm saying, well, all right, forget the book. Watch this TED Talk. Then I'm going to give you this thing. And then let's go back to the book. And we're going to walk through this. And let me explain <laughs> to you. Yeah, you. Yeah. And, and, and then they go, man. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is this all ties together and it's not just this one. Dude, this is just a textbook. Mm-hmm. Don't let's not let's, let's not get caught in the textbook. <laughs> Some guy wrote a textbook. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but there's all these other pieces. And that's my why long term for what I'm gonna do, because you know what? We all have a legacy and what we do with it and how we're remembered is what do we that's input good. other people, exactly. right? And so I'm so proud of you um, coming out and, you know, uh, you know, setting these things up and and giving people opportunities um, because we need them. People need them, man. And um, get asked every day, you know. And so, you know, there'll be there'll be more uh, many, many, many opportunities. But what things, uh, Orson, first of all, I'll tell you what, let's do this real quick. Contact information wise. Main website, would they go to orsoncharles.com? Yes, sir. Okay. Orsoncharles.com. Um, would that have your email or do you want to put the email separately? I so know. I could tell the e- email is oc.enterprise. So E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S, the number seven at gmail.com. Oh, seven. I'm going to guess seven was a number you played with. Is that, right? is that <laughs> yes, a lucky sir. guess? That was, yes, that, was, that was a loaded question. That was a loaded my question. Favorite, my favorite number. Your favorite number. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 fun. It's fun. But yeah, I, I just think that um, as I get older and get to watch this stuff, the giving back and watching life's change, man, that... 
you know, like you said, we're called to do it, but to see it and uh, to see again, use Randy as an example of a guy just he he just always so positive, and he just even when COVID hit, I was like, how are you gonna? Because his main thing was speaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I spoke, but I did other things. I was mm-hmm. like, he just kept grinding mm-hmm. and staying positive, and we all have our up and down. Oh yes, yeah. but uh, really proud of that. And then now getting to hear your story. And then I know your story is going to impact those guys coming behind you. You know, going, well, if he can do that, what do I, what do, I do? Exactly. You know? That's what I wanted. So as we talked about now, I got to ask you a question. So we got a fun question in here. Let's see here. Uh, my, a fun fact, <laughs> you like your, your favorite food is your mom's jerk chicken. So yeah. is, is that pretty darn good? It really is. It so really so is. do I need, now is she in Tampa still? So she's in Tampa. So yeah. I need to go see your mom. <laughs> you let me know when you uh, go down uh, there. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not going to have to twist my arm, as I said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll switch in a minute. I would love it. I would love it. No, it's it's such a beautiful, the whole, the whole coast there, I, mm-hmm. I, I love. It calms me. I oh, love yeah. being by that the water. water. Yeah. yeah. So are you, but are you with uh, the whole construction and trucking, are you guys Right now, working and doing some in Georgia and Florida. So right now, I want to start in Georgia, and then the same thing I want to do with the school. I want to start in Georgia and then migrate back home. I have Makes to go sense. back home. Of course, yeah. What's your roots? And then you know, what greater greater uh, thing than to come back and um, and I, and that's what I was talking about. Anything I just saw, he gave a check through his foundation to his high school. Ah. I just saw that yesterday, and I was like, like, I was zooming in on it, like Facebook. I was like, oh, okay. So he's come back. I don't know what it was, a club or something, mm-hmm. but that's. No matter what it is, that's cool. Yeah. It's cool to get back to where yeah. you came from. It's mm-hmm. cool to get back. All right. So what other things do you want to impart to the person? You know, I know your faith is very important to you, giving back, philanthropy, business. But there's people listening to the show going, okay, well, I didn't play in the NFL. I didn't have money saved up. Yeah, whatever the excuses. What might you say in an encouraging manner to a person, whatever age they are, of saying, hey, man, it's 2022, and and you can make some things happen. It just, but you got you got you got to get in the, get in the game. So, when I'm talking to high schoolers, college, I would say, and I, I would tell them what I did. It's okay to be different. Don't follow the crowd. Half the time, these kids don't even know what they're doing. That's true. And God told you your your position. He didn't tell you to follow somebody else for your position. So you gotta stay on your path. And and those are for the kids that's in in college or even in high school. But as far as like wanting to educate themselves and jump out there and be an entrepreneur, I just left a financial literacy course yesterday. Okay. I'm, I'm always educating myself. And I say, just go do it. Like the time is now to do it. We're all young. We're all healthy. Like put the fear behind you. Don't let fear stop you. Like mm-hmm. you're going to hit the rope bumps. You're going you're gonna to hit it. But if you know that your father's behind you, you're going to win, why stop? Why not go do it? You have to go do it. Because, and, and this is what motivated me, the reason why I'm doing it, because that, that kid is waiting on me. That single mom is waiting on me. That father is waiting on me. My kids is dependent on me and my wife. So you have to go. I have to go do it. And I think the the sooner we realize what our why is, and I just posted this the other day, the sooner we realize what our why is, and it's never about us, it's about other people, the easier, well, let me not say that, the better life, I agree. Better life becomes. Well, I, I, have a, I didn't see your post, but, you know, I was told there's a guy named Simon Sinek. He's a marketer, and he talks about these what's and how servant level. But the D W H Y deep level why of why we do this or why we invest time in this or why it it has to be about other people because I mean otherwise th- there's really no means to an end because mm-hmm. 
it's it's not satisfying Mm-mm. and it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> because the m- most excited I'll share with you my middle daughter is kind of like my my uh, you know protege if you will learn <laughs> I've I've talked to her like it'd be like coaching like the future you know like Arch Manning <laughs> I've talked to her about sales and marketing so she but she's also got the ability mm-hmm. and she called me one day and she would always ask me the questions through high school thing I got in college and it was a big assignment for a marketing sales presentation. And she kept trying to reach me, and I kept missing her. And then she's like, Dad, but I didn't need to ask. I knew the answer. I mean, all the years we spent. And it was like two of days. She's like, I knew exactly what it was. It came to me crystal clear, and I was able to articulate and nail it out of the park. And I'm like, because that, you know, that's a moment mm-hmm. where it's not me. She goes, I- I've listened. Not that I have all the answers, but I, I thought, I've read, and I had made it my own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. I didn't say much, but I was like, man, <laughs> or, or when, you know, you'll see this one day with kids when they've listened to something you've said yeah. and you, you don't think they're listening because they're playing with their phone or whatever, but they come back and go, you remember that thing you said? And I'm like, <laughs> I say a lot. <laughs> and, and when you say it's made an impact or whatever, kids in community and all of a sudden you're going, huh? Hmm. So I am, I am doing things. You might not hear about it right away, mm-hmm. but it's making a difference in life. Yeah. And Orson, that's what you're doing, man. And I, I know you're just getting started. Yeah. Thank you. So we'll give you one more time, orsoncharles.com, all this great stuff going on. I know there'll be so much more to come, and uh, we'll, we'll look and see if we can't get you on that TV show, too. I think you'd be perfect for yes, that Yes, sir. As well. Thank you. I can't wait. But I'm going to close this out, and uh, just give me one second here. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network. We're inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country in the Suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. You can get this or any past shows. Go to endresultswithaz.com. Just click on the current shows buttons or just go wherever you get your podcast, iHeart, Spotify, et cetera. Until next time, I want to thank my friend and guest, Orson Charles. Orson, thanks again. Thank you for having me. For coming on the show. Thanks, Jesse, our producer. For now, folks, this is Ryan Sauer signing off. This has been another Marketing Matters. And until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com.